Hi everyone, welcome to the Useless Doctors Book Club. I'm Sarah. I'm Harshini. And I'm Pooja. We all met back in college and we decided to create this book club because we enjoy books and we want to share our love for books. We're called the Useless Doctors Book Club because we're currently all pursuing doctor degrees, but none of them are medical doctorates. So we consider ourselves useless doctors. This podcast is really just to talk about books, just backgrounds about them in case you, you want to also read them, and then our thoughts and opinions about the book. All right, so I can give a little bit of background about our first book that we're going to be talking about. It's called Dial A for Aunties. It's by Jesse Q. Sentado. Jesse Q. Sentado is a Chinese Indonesian author, so the book it kind of incorporates parts of that. And basically, at the start of the book, she is set up on a blind date by her mom. Uh, and she's set up on a blind date. And she ends up in a situation where this like blind date is driving her back home because she got a little bit drunk on their date. And, you know, he tries something with her. He's almost about to hurt her. And she pulls out a taser and like immediately tases him. And then he turns up dead. And so, you know, this is on the eve of a huge wedding event for them. Uh, and she kind of enlists the help of her four aunts or her three aunts plus her mom to kind of help her cover up this murder. And they attend this wedding and, you know, all this mischief, you know, ensues after that. Uh, and she ends up running into her ex that she's still not over at this wedding as well. So it's kind of like, you know, romance, mystery, comedy, all rolled up into a nice package. Um, but yeah, that's kind of a little bit of background about what book we're going to talk about today. Cool. So now we'll kind of get into our overall thoughts about the book. And don't worry, we're going to keep this part, no spoilers. So you can keep listening if you still want to read this book, if you're interested. Um, and then we'll kind of warn you when we're about to give a bunch of spoilers so if you do want to read the book at that point, you should stop listening and come back and listen to the rest of the podcast after you're done. But I'll start out with my overall thoughts of the book. So I think overall, I was the one who suggested this book. Um, I found it on Goodreads randomly. And this author, I feel like is definitely, you know, up and coming. It's like getting to be a pretty popular book. And I think a pretty good reason it's a very interesting premise I was like wow the whole intersection of this like murder situation but it's like a hilarious kind of way that it's told and then there's like the whole love interest going on all very interesting and honestly very much reminded me of like a Jane the Virgin telenovela-esque situation or even like the Indian dramas that I used to watch as a kid where it's just like absolutely ridiculous but like that's the whole point 
So you go along with it and just reading it in a book format was very enjoyable. Um, I did overall rate this book 3.75 stars. I love that I can do the decimals here, not on Goodreads where I have to round up. But overall, I felt like this was pretty solid of like a beginning of the book. I got through this book pretty like quickly and I didn't really want to put the book down except when I like had to go, you know, go to work or something like that. And honestly, I feel like reading it kind of in parts was still enjoyable. Like sometimes you kind of put down a book and then you're like, pick it back up and you're like a little bit, I don't know, you're not as interested anymore. But I was thoroughly invested in what happened with this whole murdered guy situation because essentially like once the murder happens, you have this dead body that they're trying to deal with throughout the book. And that was like pretty interesting situation. I definitely got to say that even though I was like, this is ridiculous. I feel like her reactions throughout the book, the main character Medi's reactions were very like, it was just really funny. And I was like, this writing <laughs> is great. Um, but I think the ending for me didn't totally do it justice. There were a few things that happened where I was like, oh, like I want to really love this book, but this ending made me not love it as much. But overall, I would still recommend this book to someone because I feel like it's just probably just like a good change from like the like intense thrillers that I always read. So overall, I liked the book. But Sarah, what were your thoughts? Do you agree, disagree? Yeah, so I thought it was a decent book. I would rate it a little lower than you at like a three out of five stars just because I mean, while it, like, it did capture my interest, it wasn't, like, for me, it wasn't as much as, I can't put this book down, like, I don't want to go, like, eat dinner, or, like, go hang out with my friends or something, because I want to read this book, it was, like, well, the concept is really interesting, and it's written really well, but, um, I don't know, maybe it was because I was sick and delirious, but I was, like, I'm not, like, on the edge of my seat waiting for what happens and I would say I have huge qualms about the love interest and just maybe this is just like the type of book it is but it seems very unrealistic to me <laughs> and the ending is like I would say it did a poor job of that, but if the goal of the book is to like entertain you and it did entertain me. So I, I would in the end, at the end of the day, recommend the book, but I wouldn't label it as like one of my top books I've ever read. Yeah, I have a completely different opinion from both of you. <laughs> I gave it five stars, which is like, it, I wouldn't necessarily call it like, I wouldn't put this in like my favorites category. Um, but I definitely rated it. I rated it five stars because I could not stop laughing at how ridiculous this book was. Like, I definitely thought it was unrealistic, but I thought it was a purposeful unrealistic. Like I was like, there's no way this will actually work out the way that it did. 
but I don't know. It was just so ridiculous. Like there are a couple of scenes that I just, I just, I was just like, this is the most ridiculous thing I've ever read. This is hilarious. This is so weird. If this was a movie, I would love this movie. Like I would definitely think it would be super entertaining. I really also like like the cultural aspects like with the Chino-Indonesian culture, I've never read anything about like that culture. I've never read any authors within that culture as well. So I really like that um, as part of it. And I think that definitely like, I don't know, I just thought it was just entertaining. And our main character, like the main protagonist, some points I found her a little bit annoying, but like generally I kind of found her quite relatable. Like, you know, she was just like, a lot of times she was just so confused. That's like, what's happening? And I'm like, yes, same. I don't understand what's happening either. But, um, but no, I felt like, I don't know. I found her quite a relatable person. And so like, because we were all kind of following her and like what she was looking at through this entire situation. I was like, this is funny. Um, but yeah, I think I just rated it five stars because I just was laughing and it was just so ridiculously funny. Um, but yeah, but yeah. I'm interested in the spoilery parts now I want to <laughs> hear about your opinions well right before we get to that I did want to kind of respond to some of the things you said without spoilers okay all right. I, the first thing that I wrote down in my notes which is not definitely not like a spoiler it was like one of the phrases was like Christ on a cracker which I've never heard is that a phrase what? <laughs> I don't know what yeah. that is Okay, apparently, yeah, me and Pooja are generally just, like, less in tune with, you know, the, like, pop culture kind of situation, but I was, like, Christ on a cracker, that's, like, so funny, but, yeah, I definitely relate to, like, I didn't mention this in my review part, but, like, this book did actually make me laugh, which is very hard for, like, books to actually make me laugh out loud, so I was, like, good on this author for doing that. But yeah, I definitely feel like it, it was kind of hard because I feel like in general with like romance stories, you like always hear and read like stories that are very like, you know, perfectionist world. So it's like mm-hmm. you want more realistic stuff. And I get that for like romance in general. But yeah, in the context of this book, I feel like it was that's kind of what one of the things that was like, I was kind of like grappling with when I was like trying to review this book because I was like I I really liked everything about it but then like there were some parts where I was like oh like you know (laughs) I I feel like this is a little unrealistic or like not satisfying but like that was a little bit of the point so I don't know yeah but I definitely also really enjoyed the culture and like just like her whole family situation I just thought it was so funny because I was like I totally relate to like you know like your family like not understanding what you're saying and some of the language barriers there and also just her aunts are like constantly like annoying her but then she like realizes she really needs them and it's like the whole family dynamic there was definitely relatable and I think it was like the whole it is like an Asian family and and even though you know, I don't have the China uh, Indonesian experience like that. That part was definitely relatable. Yeah, yeah, for sure. What about you, Sarah? What are your responses? <laughs> I agree. It was funny. I do, and I understand that. You know, I understand the whole murder part, 
is like really unrealistic, but I just expected a little bit more from the romance part. I maybe it was also meant to be super unrealistic, but I feel like like the author could have put a little bit more work into the romance part. I feel like it was it was a lot of like, oh, this exists and I'm just gonna put it there because it helps the story. But it wasn't like, oh, I'm working for this romance or anything. It was like I know this will make people feel good, so I'll put it in. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think a lot. I think this book had one of those issues where it was like a mix of too many genres, and so there was like confusion as to like where the actual emphasis should be. Like, is this a family drama? Is this a mystery thriller? Or is this a romance? What is yeah. it? But then, I think at some like to me, I thought like the romance was like purposefully like the last thing like it was just kind of like added there kind of it's what, what you said like this would just make people be like oh how cute <laughs> and like that's like the reason why it's there and like I thought the main emphasis is more like the fact that the author included so much about culture I felt like that was because it was more family dynamics oriented like I think that was like I don't know. That's what I thought, but I, I could be wrong. But yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, that definitely made sense. And honestly, like when I, I pulled this like from my actual library, which is rare for me, I usually read on my Kindle, but I read like the physical book and it literally says love story on which like I've never even I, I don't know if maybe this was from like a more like international section. I like did not pay attention to the other books around it, but I was just like love stories. Okay. Um, but I, th I thought that was like an interesting way to categorize this book because I agree. I feel like there was a lot more and like the romance was definitely not like the main thing going on. It was definitely there, but I wouldn't say like one of the first kind of layers of, of the whole story, but I know we're all excited to talk about the spoilers. So this is your warning now, people. Hit pause, go read the book if you still want to read the book and not, you know, know all the spoilers. If you still want to read the book after hearing all the spoilers, I mean, go for it. It's still funny and we're not going to cover all the jokes here. <laughs> but um, cool. Well, I guess, I don't know, Pooja, do you want to talk about Whatever, what is on your mind, Pooja, about like the actual story? Okay, wait. So I need to start off with the one, the one section that I think I could not, like it was so weirdly funny to me was that section where the aunts get like kid or held hostage or kidnapped by that lady Maureen, right? <laughs> okay, the that section, I was like, I can't like this. This is so ridiculous. Like, this makes no sense. But I could not stop laughing. Like, especially when Medi came and like, she's like, she's like talking to Maureen. Maureen has a gun pointed at her. And then like, they're like praising Maureen. And they're like, look at her. She's so, she's so determined. <laughs> like, or like some sort of like nonsense like this. And like, I don't know. I just thought it was like that set, that scene. I remember it like so clearly because I just I could not stop laughing. But then the whole like Maureen, like, oh, my God, I forgot the other girl. Jasmine. Jasmine? Is it Jacqueline. Jacqueline. OK, yes. Maureen Jacqueline. I could not. I was like, what just happened here? Especially when Jacqueline comes back and she's like, I love you, too. And I'm like, 
where are we? Like, I don't know where I am. Where is the author? Like, we Wait. are clearly not on the same page. Wait, okay, okay. I thought that was a really, okay, first of all, I never saw that coming. I, that's true. That's true. And I did not see that I, like, I, I like that part of the ending. Like, I literally wrote in my notes, hey, maybe this book will actually have a good ending because I like that I totally didn't see this coming, which most romance books, well, not that this is really romance book, but that most of the time you can like guess what happens at the end. And here I was like, that like literally came out of left field. Like I had no idea that would happen. So I did like that part of the ending. Yeah, I, I like, I don't, like I don't have a problem with that. I just I, like as you said, like I could not see that coming, and I was like, like what, like what's happening? <laughs> and then no, okay, but 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 Maureen steals that of like Jacqueline's like all of her stuff, and then Jacqueline's like, it's okay, we'll still get married. And I'm like, yeah. girl, this girl just stole all your stuff. Like, okay, what but are if you, you know doing? the reason behind it was with good intention, you can forgive more easily. <laughs> Okay, okay. So here's where I definitely have to jump in. So this is the main part of this book that made me kind of bump it down to 3.75 because I really like I appreciate the whole like they're best friends, they're both women, but they like fall in love, I guess. But like, yeah, the whole situation of like Maureen thinking like, hey, the way that I'm going to stop this wedding and get this girl is to steal $2 million worth of gifts, like all of them. And I don't know where she met this Aguan guy who is, you know, the dead body guy who like is the blind date that she kills is like, what? Like, where did she find this man? This man is sketchy. How did she pull him into this whole thing? Like, I don't know what exactly her plan was after that, but I was like, Tom Cruise, oh my God, his name, Tom Cruise Sutopu. Yeah, 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 Sutopu, Sutopu or something. Oh my God, his name, but also his character was like such a douchebag, pretty obvious. I feel like there were so many other ways she could have made that move. And so that whole like, even though it was unexpected and yes, I like that sometimes, I do think that there needs to be some, like I felt what Pooja was feeling of like, where am I, what happened in this book? I was like, how did we get here? Like what? And yeah, so I didn't, I didn't love that part, but also I was like, yeah, I mean, I, I, I was entertained by it. I was like, wow, this is just, and the whole like, you know, you wanted Maureen to be good, but I really like could not get over her being bad. I, I don't know. Not. I was like, I could she's not. Bad. How could she stole? Exactly. Exactly. Like, how could Jacqueline's parents agree to this woman, <laughs> right? Stealing the okay, stuff okay, and then but- be like, yeah, I'm going to go marry her. If she was going to return it and she did it with good intentions, she wanted to help Jacqueline out. Okay, you can help out your friend by not stealing $2 million from them. If it's the best plan she came up with, then it's the best plan she came up oh with. Oh my God. Oh okay, my God. I, I have bigger qualms with the whole Nathan situation because all of a sudden he sees Maddie again or Medi again and, and it's like instant forgiveness. But let me tell you, if I was head over heels in love with someone and then they were like, all of a sudden, 
let's break up. I've been thinking about it for a while and I think we should break up. And then all of a sudden you see them again. It would, I would be like, I have something in me is like resenting that you made me go through this horrible situation. I wouldn't be like, oh my God, it's the love of my life. I want you back. I will do anything for you. I know you murdered someone, but I'll still love you. Like that seems so unrealistic to me. Yeah. You definitely got over her murdering someone too quickly. But like, I, I think, you know, he like believed her as a person and stuff. So it's like, okay. But I, I agree. I was a little surprised that there wasn't like anything in the beginning like I, I could understand it a little more just because I was like, I don't know. I mean, I guess there's always that like thing where they, they've both been like separated without contact pretty much for years. And so I, I think it was like similar on both of their ends where they were like just thinking about the other person. And I feel like, I don't know, he just kind of like wanted to like get back with her, even though he was hurt. And I, I agree, like they definitely should have had some sort of like conversation that was a little bit more about that but it was just funny because like I'm pretty sure from the moment they met <laughs> she was still like carrying around that dead body or whatever so her <laughs> mind was also not on him so I mean props to that man for like just like keeping being persistent being like okay I'm gonna go talk to this woman when she like is like not really paying attention because <laughs> she has bigger problems <laughs> yeah yeah and like okay I have two responses to this, right? Let me, let me break it down. <laughs> My first thing is that I agree. This is completely realistic. Number one, they've been, they have had no contact for four years. A lot can happen in four years. That could, that guy could have gotten married and divorced in four years. Like you have no idea. But then the other thing is that like, I agree. It was so, I thought they're like when they were in college, her breakup like made me so pissed because I was like is she serious right now like did she really just say yeah I've been thinking about it for a while okay bye um and then just not talk to him for four years I was like that like that made me so angry but then I also kind of like like as soon as she was super straightforward about it when she was older I was like okay this this is not that bad like she was just like no, like that was a lie like I you know and then she like just kind of like clarified it but I still felt like I don't know. I definitely agree with this whole thing of like, why would, why isn't he more angry at her? But then I also agree that they had enough time apart. So like, why would he really be that mad? I feel like he could get emotional trauma from that. It's like, I love this person oh, so much. True. And then she apparently has been thinking about breaking up with me for so long. Yeah. And it's they like, dated for oh, like three years, right? Yeah. Like it wasn't even like two months or something like it was three years and like he met like she met his family like the whole like nine yards basically and like he was like envisioning a proper future with this girl and like all that happens I agree however I also think in tune with the rest of the unrealistic situation of this book it made sense to me that they had a very unrealistic love story also like the fact that this man just forgave her for murdering a man and like just like okay you can love someone as much ever you want to but if they murder someone like that's like a next level and like she was he was just like yeah I know you've been murdering someone I put two and two together really fast like really fast like I saw you carrying around a cooler and I was just like oh murder and I'm like what's wrong with this guy it's a wag but I don't know I just oh thought it just God. like felt like to me it felt like 
in line with the rest of the unrealistic nature of the book. So I was like, yeah, yeah, of course, obviously he's going to forgive her for murdering someone, then also marry her at the end. Like, normal, duh. <laughs> it was like so dumb. I don't know. I think it was on another level of unrealistic. <laughs> <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. I I definitely had some very strong reactions also to like both. I literally wrote down like, did this dumbass just break up? And <laughs> like, why? Literally, why? Just because she was so scared. And I guess like something we also haven't talked about, which I thought was like, I I don't know. Like, I guess it's not on like the cover or anything, but like the whole curse, her family curse where all the men leave. It was just kind of brought up, but then it was kind of like brushed it off pretty quickly because her like mom was like, bro, that's not, I thought you were smarter than this. (laughs) (laughs) But um, yeah, I don't know. I was like, wow, that really had an effect on our relationship. But then there was also that part where, oh my God, she like went into like her hotel room, but then the dead body was on the bed and like, he literally saw the dead body in the bed but was like is that a guy in your bed and she was like oh it's just a one night stand I was like oh my god this this the tension this like everything going on had like honestly had me stressed yeah yeah I'm a I'm a big I'm okay so I don't know about you both and I want to hear your opinions on this but like I definitely hate in like any sort of romance stories where there are misunderstandings due to like a lack of communication. Like if people like cannot talk to each other properly, it bothers me. Like in in my romance novels, I would like all the problems to be like some sort of like external problem, not because like person A could not like talk properly to person B about their feelings or something. But I feel like it makes it more realistic because that happens in real life. Yeah. I mean, it's frustrating, but it's also frustrating in real life. Like if you were watching two people and you just saw that they were struggling to communicate, you'd be like, uh, I wish you just like, I wish yes. they could help you communicate or something. Yeah. yeah. And like not to bring in a reference to another book, but another book that re- like that I really enjoyed that like really talks about this is Normal People by Sally Rooney where like the entire time you're just like can you please talk to each other but then I'm also like but you're both 23 like it makes sense like you both are idiots like it's gonna be a struggle to like have miscommunication like I know that's like a normal thing and I agree it's like super realistic but like oh it just pisses me off (laughs) yeah yeah that definitely pissed me off especially like yeah I think the whole like she she kind of like abruptly broke up with him and like they just had like no or at least like the book didn't talk about any communication after that and it's kind of like you would think one of them would reach out to the other and be like hey was this breakup real (laughs) like we just (laughs) dated for three years and you were just like okay bye (laughs) I feel like it's just you know you would you would want to talk more but yeah I I get that Mm -hmm. yeah 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 all right so I guess moving on to the whole like murder storyline how did you guys feel about that (laughs) it was overall hilarious I will say but I don't know I mean Sarah maybe like you focus a little bit on the romance in the review so how how did you find that whole story arc there I thought it was really funny 
I liked like all them working together and like their dynamic of solving, trying to hide this body and just like, like based on their personality, like what they come up with. Um, I guess, I guess, okay. I was wondering, well, like, I, I wouldn't know what I would do in their situation though. So like, I know like maybe putting it in the cooler in her bakery is not a great idea, but also like, I don't know what else I would do. <laughs> so some things I had to say about all of this was like, the, for the very first thing, so since this is in the spoiler part, we can say this, like he wasn't actually dead when like, they put him in okay, the Okay, I, I knew he wouldn't be dead because I was like, the fact that they're not checking if he de- he's dead means that yeah. he's not dead. That was so, that actually, I actually felt really bad. <laughs> I felt really frustrated. I was like, guys, just touch him to make sure. Oh my God. Yeah, that part was like, wow, like you guys really, none of you chatted before like going through this whole process to like deal with this dead body. And yeah, I, I agree. I feel like, you know, in the beginning, I really don't think it was like her fault. She just tased him and like they got into this car accident and like, she really I understand she was in this dark alleyway and she like didn't have a phone and everything but like I just feel like there was a better way to like handle it from the beginning which obviously would have like ended the book but you know (laughs) that whole that whole situation and then I also feel like um what did I write down here I feel like this whole like situation could have just like been uh, honestly avoided for them to like stage any accident because like no one really knew this man and like he could have died anywhere right like they could have just put him like anywhere and Yasmin like really insisted on like carrying him around bringing him to the wedding like they were so and I, I know he like ended up at the wedding because he was like storing a cooler and everything but like I guess they weren't thinking as maliciously in the beginning to like stage an accident and really just like leave him somewhere but I really feel like that would have just been lower effort on their part if they thought he was already dead. So Yeah, I, I totally didn't think they could just stay, especially because, well, I guess they couldn't use her car, but I guess staging an accident would be the best option. Yeah, I mean, they could have literally, the other thing is that no one else knew who this guy was. They could they, they could have made him like a another random guest or something like I don't know like they could have they could have done anything else and it would have been like a better situation but I also thought like kind of going back to your earlier point Harshini I really liked or Sarah I think you mentioned this right where like the family like I really liked how the family kind of like banded together to like back this girl which I thought was so like heartwarming but in a really weird creepy sense but like they just like didn't even question they were just like like they never even yelled at her once for accidentally killing a man or at least at the point she thought she killed him but like they didn't even like say anything to her they were just like no like we trust you (laughs) like you have good judgment like he must have been a terrible man like don't worry and I was like, you know what? Like, that's kind of like, I don't know. It's very heartwarming in a weird way. But I also thought like, I don't know, like there the whole thing of like um, storing him in the cooler, but then carrying around that cooler. But then the other thing towards the end, there was like a part where like 
the mom had weed or something and like they mixed weed and absinthe I was like why <laughs> like why does this need to be a plot point in this book where like these like basically they could have killed the rest of the groomsmen like what? a That's combination of weed oh. and absinthe they oh. literally could have killed them too I was like that's that's even worse but I don't know like what these like ladies I don't know okay wait just like weird tangent or maybe this is like a segue into the next section what did what was your opinion of the four sisters of the four aunties like how did you think about them I like them I thought it was like really funny like just hearing their like (laughs) I just remember this one part where like big aunt I forget what the word was but she just insisted that it was like the wrong word (laughs) she's like no it's like this word do you know I don't remember the word it would have been better if I did but like she just (laughs) insisted that she knew what the word was even though (laughs) like Medi was like no but um (laughs) I thought big aunt's personality was great she was definitely like the most you know, outspoken kind of like leader of the clan. The, the fact that she's just called Big Aunt, it's not like first aunt or anything like that, even though there's like second aunt and fourth aunt. <laughs> but I thought it was so funny that like, I don't know, then like Maddie was able to like just channel Big Aunt when she was later trying to like, you know, get Nathan out of like, the police custody and stuff like that. He, he, she was just like, yep, I'm doing this. I'm a lawyer. Like, don't fight me on this. And she really made it through. So I was like, wow, you, you did a good job there. But um, yeah, I feel like Big Aunt had like probably the biggest personality. But then I totally get also that like there was this like just rivalry between the like first two aunts and the like you know, her mom and fourth aunt. And I thought like, it was cute too, by the end when they like kind of made up and like, we're like complimenting each other after all the like crap they went through. Um, So yeah, overall, I just like thought that, you know, obviously there's like four characters at that point, but you like don't get like total depth into their characters, but I still think it was just like a good, good mix of, of people. And yeah, I feel like it definitely made the book very enjoyable. Yeah, I yeah I really like the different personalities, especially Big Aunt, because I don't know her personality was like, wow, you're a cool person. Yeah, yeah. I was kind of like, I want her to be my aunt. Like, <laughs> can't you be my aunt? But then you the can- other thing was that like, at some point I found like the rivalries. Like, I I think at some points I was like, this rivalry is like kind of annoying because it's like getting in the way of like them actually like they like I feel like at some parts like the four aunts didn't realize how like the four of them didn't realize like how bad of a situation they were in when they're like carrying around a dead body (laughs) but then okay one part that I like specifically I I just like for like the fourth aunt I found her quite annoying at some points but then also like she was like so ridiculous but it was so funny but like the part where the mom is showing Medi like the text she sent to Jake oh, yeah. or like the Aguan or the blind date, basically the blind date. And like, she's like, oh, I'm like wet right now or something. And then like, she's like, no, she's like very insistent that like he's going to cook her eggplant or something. <laughs> and like the fourth on was like the only one who like understood what was happening. 
she's like dying on the floor but like May's trying to explain like no no eggplant means something else like why are you doing this but then the fourth like the other three like the mom and the other two sisters are like no I mean he's a very good boy like he's gonna cook you eggplant like he's gonna he's good and then like the way like I think at some point like he says like I'm thirsty right now or whatever and she's like yes I'm very thirsty too like I need some water (laughs) I was like what I just thought like I don't know it was just like it's so it kind of reminded me of like not slapstick comedy but like something similar along those lines where it's like just like I don't know how to explain this but it's kind of like if you watch like a Disney Channel movie like the comedy in in the Disney Channel movie where it's like super like it's kind of like pure but not really like there's like some sort of innuendos in there but like generally for like a pure audience like it's not trying to be like super dark there was like no real like dark comedy per se and like I just kind of felt like this book was in that vibe like the fact that we can all laugh about like this man who got tasered and murdered and like died like literally alive like he was alive and he was like essentially buried alive in this cooler (laughs) and we're just like yeah it's like a funny book (laughs) it just goes to show that it was like I don't know the humor was uh, it was just entertaining but yeah definitely all right do you all have any other thoughts or final impressions um okay I would recommend I would that's that's my final verdict of the of this like even after like chatting about it like I definitely agree I oh okay one thing I do want to say is that I think you have to be in a specific mood to really properly enjoy this like I think I think it's definitely one of those books where you need to be, you need to go into it, think like knowing that it's a very unrealistic situation. So like, don't think of this as a realistic situation. Um, but then you also, I think it's definitely one of those books that like, if you, like if I had read this in a different, like in a different mood, I probably wouldn't have liked it as much as I did. I think it's it's just one of those things. Like, it's like, if you want something super lighthearted, you know, cute, fluffy, totally unrealistic, this is, this is the one I would recommend. Yeah, I agree. Maybe that's why I, <laughs> I rated it so low. I did not realize it was supposed to be like, I, I didn't know like the type of book this was. And so I was just like frustrated that it was not realistic. <laughs> but I guess I, sh- I should have understood that that's like how this book was meant to be. Um. So like thinking about it like that, I'd say it was it was a pretty good book. I still wouldn't say I was like so into it that I couldn't put it down, but um, it, I think it was nice and lighthearted if you want something like wholesome to read. Yeah, I think so too. I feel like there, yeah, like I, like I said, I feel like it really reminded me of like just ridiculous like drama shows that I've like watched and it is actually gonna turn into a movie so we can all watch the movie too um you know hopefully it's a good movie and hopefully like I think I don't know I guess this is really a distraction tangent point but like I really hope that like they kind of keep to the like storyline of this book because I feel like if they put any other twists because sometimes you know movies do that where they're like let's throw in a twist other than what the book did so that we can like surprise the readers of the book who are now watching the movie I feel like if they did that like that would just be too much (laughs) I don't know what they could do to like top the whole Jacqueline and Maureen situation but they might 
but I feel like yeah I I definitely enjoyed like reading a book of this genre and I feel like I am excited to see what she comes out with next I think this is Jesse Hughes Tachanto's first book so hopefully she has more books that are kind of like of this culture and a little bit different I guess from like books I've read before but yeah thoroughly enjoyed it I'm looking forward to this movie I wonder <laughs> how this whole dead body situation is gonna go but <laughs> it'll be fun <laughs> do you know when the movie is coming out I did not see that I just read the like kind of thing at the end her like oh. note acknowledgments and all where she mentioned it but maybe if we look it up we could find out but I actually I think because I saw an article I looked it up like earlier and I saw this article in like 2019 talking about like a like a director working with this author like with this storyline I think they were planning before this book came out like they were planning like way in advance so I think actually like they were getting like the author to like also like simultaneously work on some sort of movie thing um but yeah who knows it might be coming out sooner than you think you never know these things yeah yeah Netflix always surprises me with how soon they get things out so you know know. hopefully soon all right I think we are all out of things to talk about this book um okay wait do you guys want to talk about a book that will be like what genre do you think we should talk about next time so we can tell our listeners what they should be waiting for for next oh, time oh wait didn't didn't you say something i did but i don't remember so let me go <laughs> <laughs> oh oh it was uh it was something it was uh, it was mysteries yeah because obviously yeah. i'm like all all about the mysteries so <laughs> Is yeah, I mean, thriller book podcast tragedy. <laughs> no, listen, this wasn't like a thriller, thriller. So I was like, maybe we should do a mystery. <laughs> we could also, yeah, I feel like honestly, I mean, I don't know, that's what I would put my vote in for, but we could definitely do something else. I don't know if we'll ever go towards like nonfiction on this podcast, we'll stay in the fiction realm. But we'll probably hop around between, you know, romance, like fiction, like, I don't know, family, kind of like what that book that we read, I forget what it was. Um, <laughs> Dial A for aunties? <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. The other one. That, People we meet on vacation. No. <laughs> the like book about the four girls and then the like parents and the they were in love all the time. The book that you really liked. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, the most fun we ever had. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> yeah. I was like, what is she talking about? <laughs> okay. Yeah. You know what? I am always down for a mystery or a thriller. Yeah. I did suggest one book, which is the one where the woman thinks she's turning into a dog. But I also <laughs> tend to... <laughs> tend to veer on the side of like super weird bugs because I'm like this is just sounds interesting yeah yeah honestly I mean I'm down for that I feel like 
that would be an interesting book to read. I know we could really tell people. I feel like one of you is gonna hate it a lot, and then you'll have a lot of thoughts to share. I feel like it's it. gonna be me that's gonna hate it a lot. <laughs> you're like, why did you? T-? Yeah, but I also think that like you need to give it a chance. You never know. Sarah, have you read any weird books? Like, if you, read I, I've books, read all of the what is the Japanese what? author? Okay, no, 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 that's not weird enough, dude. <laughs> I'm talking real weird. No, that was pretty weird. No, that was tame compared to a woman thinking she's turning into a dog. <laughs> like a guy talked to cats. Okay, yeah, but that was just like one of the guys uses dead cats as power. <laughs> I think this is more weird. <laughs> All right, fine. But you liked him though. You liked I him. did. I'm I'm I I don't have any qualms with it. I just be in the mindset of it's not realistic at all yeah like this is gonna be super weird but yeah all right so you know what I think we're gonna have to have more chats about deciding what this book is but I do think that we have a somewhat of an understanding of whether it's gonna be a thriller or a weird book (laughs) but we're gonna stay within fiction realm that's what you yeah I think yeah right yeah I mean we could we could definitely go towards more serious that's actually honestly I've been reading a lot of like memoir serious stories I'm reading this one like real true story of like this like crazy woman and I don't think she murders anyone but it's like this like thriller crime kind of situation but it's a true story and I'm like ooh, but like (laughs) (laughs) yeah I think those are those are more scary. <laughs> like, yeah. If you're telling me it's true, I probably will be too chicken to read it. <laughs> we could we could go a more more like wholesome kind of memoir or like something like that eventually. Yeah. But I've definitely been reading a lot of those. So I think that's another reason why I enjoyed this read. So I was like, yay, this is just funny and nonsense so yeah. I can like appreciate yeah. I'm like you know what from reality like, right like the world is you know imploding on itself you know sometimes you just have to read some really unrealistic murder slash comedy slash romance thanks for listening to the first episode of useless doctors book club and we'll see you next time bye bye <laughs>